So is it 1.9, is that from the beginning of this year till now? Would yes, you say? it's nine months. Nine months. Wow. So nine months, $1.9 million. And obviously I know launches obviously are, are, are big waves, right? Um, yeah. How frequently do you do launches? So here's a big question. As a digital marketer, how can we accelerate our business with extreme momentum without all the turbulence and time suck? And how do we do it in a way that changes the lives of everyone around us? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Chad Kaderi, CEO of Dashclicks, and welcome to Marketer's Mindset. What's going on, everybody? Today, we have Rachel Miller from Moolah Marketer all the way out of Fort Worth, Texas. Rachel, what is it that you actually do, and how do you generate revenue for Moolah Marketer? I teach a course on how to help people grow an audience really quickly on Facebook without ads. So organic marketing is my forte. You could call me like a traffic hacker. Um, I love to see how we can hack an algorithm and then use psychology tricks to make that algorithm work for us. And so, so this is a fresh, this is something refreshing for me because everybody right now in the marketing space is all talking about paid ads, right? So to come at it now from the organic approach, and obviously we've had you speak on our summit in the past, uh, and I've spoken to you personally about some of the things that you've done and the way that you're able to actually create these massive amounts of engagements on social media posts all organically. So we're gonna get into the little secrets here in just a minute. Um, so who, who is your ideal avatar, your ideal niche for your company? Who do you love working with? I love working primarily with parents and mostly moms, but I do have a, a new a male business partner now. So now we're branching into men as well. So generally it's just been moms and moms that don't believe that they could have an audience or that their business could be this big thing. And they get, they've got a lot of self-limiting, like I've never done this before. I don't know who am I to create this business? Um, and I love coming in and showing them not only can you create a business, but you can create a massive impact and a difference in the world because every single human being on this planet has something that they're good at that other people need to know about. And if other people just knew that you were good at that thing, they would flock to you and you would be able to make a difference in their lives. And that's what I love inspiring and seeing have happen. Would you say it's new businesses that you're dealing with or are these businesses that are already established that are just maybe looking for some extra help? How, what, what was like the breakdown? of the clients that you serve? The majority of my businesses are young businesses. I wouldn't necessarily call them brand new, but definitely okay. young. Cool. What are some of the niches? Just give me like two or three niches of some, some people that you've worked with. What are they doing? Well, we've got a lettuce farmer. We've got a lettuce, a, okay. a lettuce farmer. We've got a truck driver who he runs a trucking wow. agency. We have a girl who was um, a person who set up displays in a museum. And then she's pivoted into a kid's food blogger. We've got, um, I've got a whole well of so, here. And so this can work for any so, industry. Oh, yeah, well, you can work for any industry. Okay. So okay. even if you're a lettuce farmer, this will work for you. Okay, that was the first time I heard of that niche, which is so cool. <laughs> lettuce farming, we've, the most, the weirdest niche we've had so far is one, a dinosaur digger. So they oh. dig up dinosaur bones. And the other weirdest niche we have is a wedding llama venue, because I didn't know a you could wedding. get married with wedding llamas, where I didn't know that was a thing, but okay. it is. It is a thing. All right. <laughs> and, and Rachel, how many team members do you have on your team today? And what's just like a quick breakdown? What do they do? We have four full-timers. So... Three, well, no, four full-timers, and then we have probably six contractors. The contractors are, like, dedicated to us, but they yep. may be international staff. 
Cool. And they're the guys who are fulfilling orders for you, a lot of the service-based stuff? Yes. Like, so we okay. have customer, some of them help with customer care. Some of them help with scheduling. Some of them help with um, even coaching some of our clients on our behalf. Awesome. Okay, cool. And how many clients are you servicing today? We have over 4,900 students that have gone through our wow. programs and we have over 10,000 people have paid us to help them in some form or fashion. Wow. And the program that you have, is this like, am I going through like a 90 day crazy accelerator thing or how does it work? Like I want to come into your world. How does the whole thing work? Well, what do I got to pay you? How does this walk me through the process? Okay. Honestly, it's, I think you get better results when you do an intensive. So we do have a membership on the back end, which is amazing in a sense but as a business owner i love that recurring revenue yep. um i love that even more than the incoming big big chunk but for you to get for you to get the results that you need and then also to piece out and go back and work on other parts of your business because you've gotten this set up we have a, a six to ten week program okay. some people cool. blow through it in like six weeks um but most people it takes 10 to 12 weeks to go through it cool anyway. and what what's the call let's say is that the first step in your value ladder by the way is that the first entry level product that i'm coming into Generally, people come in on either our app, which is a $4 a month program that gives you all the content you could ever want. Like it's a copy and paste thing. So we give you literally hundreds, maybe even a thousand now, something posts. You can oh. just grab, so like, you're like, I'm a lettuce farmer. I need a post. What am I gonna post about? I don't know anybody that can create lettuce content for me. And I literally give it to you and you just replace the blank with your word lettuce farming or that's mold cool. spores or insects on your lettuce. <laughs> and you actually have content that you can deliver. So that's one of them. And then the other one is a challenge that gives you your first 100 people. Because that lettuce farmer, they get feel secure that they can actually be successful when they can see that they got results. Gotcha. So we give them their first hundred and then our program comes after that. So, so walk me through your value ladder. So it's $4 a month. I can come into your world and, and get all your social media posts. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what the next tier up is your program, uh, which you said is about a six to 10 week, uh, uh course. Right. Yes. And, um, uh, is that a low touch course? So that's not you physically coaching. Oh, no, right? I'm, oh, I'm, you're in there too. In it. I'm oh, wow. coaching in it every single, not every single day, but probably three times a week I'm live in the wow. group. And then I also provide an hour of answering people's questions every single day in that group. And I offer coaches. So it's not just me. I have a team and my team has multiple six figure businesses. The other girl has run like completely revolutionized a nonprofit space. Um, and the other one is he's one number one in like octopuses in the sense he has like an audience of 5 million right now. Wow. Across this platform. It, so yeah, they're not they're My coaches aren't, they, they do this. They don't just teach it. That's awesome. And how much would it be if I wanted to get into that program? $1,000 is okay. the investment to help you begin growing your audience organically. So you won't have Got to spend you. as much in ads in the future. Awesome. And is this like a thousand bucks that I'm in for life? Is this like a group that I'm in for life or is this like six to 10 weeks and then? Six to 10 weeks. And then we move okay. you into an alumni group. Okay, and that cool. you have access to for a long time. We don't guarantee for life because I know when I'm 80, I yeah. will not be doing yeah. this. I can guarantee very few things in the world. But when I'm 80, I will no longer be doing this. Yeah. Um, so I'm not calling it a lifetime. But we do offer refreshers. And the reason why we don't um, have that be free or like always available is because we realized people thought they always have access. And so it's always up to date. But they weren't taking it. So they weren't applying it. Gotcha. So what we had to do is we realized the Facebook algorithm changes at least every two years. So we kind of require you to, to re-up on the changes every two years for you to 
say that you're a graduate and that you're part of this and that you're qualified. So I want to I want to dig a little bit deeper into this whole social media engagement stuff because I think I think that that is a super sexy thing to talk about. I think that most people purely focus on, like I said, the paid side. I'm a huge organic person. I love, in fact, I think about eight, I want to say like 80% of the users that we have that sign up to the Dashwix platform come organically, 20% nice. are paid, right? Nice. So I'm a big nice. believer in organic content, but you showed me some posts that had like, I think it was like over like a million, like, I think it was like likes or comments, just, just like crazy numbers. Can you walk me through three things that I can do right now that'll change my social media game? Like, give me like top level advice here real quick. Well, I'll give you the story of Sam. So okay. Sam is a paint store. And I think she's one of the stories I think I told you. And Sam, this was four, three, four weeks ago. So it's, it's recent. It's not like an ancient algorithm story. This happened just recently. Yep. Sam created content that her audience wanted to say about themselves. But before she did that, she had to find where her audience was most active. So she collected her audience using audience insights and niche neighborhooding and tactics that we use to collect people. So she collected people and she trained them to take action when they see her. So they see her content, they instantly engage. So she trained them and trained the algorithm to treat the posts that she puts out as high engagement content. After she collects that audience, then she says to that audience, what do you most want the world to know about you? She's not talking about her paint products and her craft products that she's selling to them. She is a paint store who, because of COVID, had to pivot and her store was kind of like, Ugh. and so she pivoted into a membership where she sends them a monthly supply of like a paint and a product. <laughs> it's like so cool. Like who, it's so mind blowing. Outside of the box right there. I know. And so she, she pivoted, but in that pivot, she's not telling them about how awesome her paint is. What she's doing is she's saying, who are you? What kind of product, what kind of person are you? And I'm gonna talk about that with my content. And then she saw her content blow up. She literally reached a million people with her page of just 8,000 fans. So, so she had 8,000 shares, actually it was 10,000 shares, that's of insane. her content because all of her fans were real fans who <laughs> can't help themselves, they engage. It, I want to peel the onion back and go a little bit deeper on that real okay. quick, the strategy. Okay. So you said go out and find an audience. Now, am I like building an Excel sheet of people that I think would be my ideal audience? What am I doing there exactly? Excel sheets could work. What I like you to, what I want people to do is go onto audience insights. It's a free yep. tool that Facebook gives Facebook you. Ads. Go, go into the interest, write down the general interest, paint or cats, and then go to page likes and see what pages are similar. Yep. Then you're going to want to go to the activities tab and see which people of those pages has the highest level of activity. I don't want to target all cat owners. I want to target just the cat owners that see a cat page and can't help themselves. They have to like it and that know all the other cat pages. So they'll share my content to those pages for me. And gotcha. that when they see it, they're going to share the tag their friend. So Facebook tells you where those active people are. You so, don't send your ad to everyone. You only send it to the people who are most likely to so take action. Do you go to those specific groups or pages and you post on them? Is that what you're doing? Or are you posting on your page? I post on my page and I might tag that page. So I'll use gotcha. tactics. I call SEO, like a niche neighborhooding tactics. So gotcha. that's where I find that place where the people are most active. And I'll do tactics like comment on their page as my page, like their page as my page, watch their page as my page. I'll go in and I'll make a post and I'll share from their page to my own page. I'll make a post on my page that's original, uh, 
content not shared, but I'll tag them in it and say how I was inspired by that other page. So it, when I do all of these tasks, there's actually like 15, 16 of those tasks. When I do them, Facebook looks at it and says, oh, she's so similar to this other page who all this activity is. We're going to start driving traffic from that page to her as well. Have you, I just recently watched a documentary on Netflix. I think it was yesterday or the day before it was, it's called the, uh, Social Dilemma, I think was the name of it. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I need to watch more TV. <laughs> you should watch that. And, and, and basically, it's a two-hour or so, two-hour documentary of them basically saying how Google, Facebook, Instagram, like how all these social media and data collection companies collect our data. They know literally everything about us. What's your, what's your opinion on the fact of these companies being able to collect that much personal data because the documentary before you answer the question the documentary was based on not them just collecting data because everybody collects data right uh, it's a normal thing to collect data and then you can do really cool things with that but what they were saying is they're collecting the data and they're changing a human's perception of the way that they use the platforms and they're making it addictive to the point where the person is on social media more than they're in their real life and then they're using that to display ads and make monetary value from that. And it's crazy because I'm a big social media person. I, we do a lot of business on social media. What are your thoughts on something like that? I think of people and the way that human beings are and human beings crave connection. We don't want to be spammed and spam is something that we don't see as authentic to us and relevant to us. Yeah. It's not spam if it's something that we want. It's only spam if it's something that we're not looking for. So what data collection does is it helps all of us get the content that we most want to see and we most want to engage with in front of our faces. And yes, that's addictive, but that's right, human nature because that. we want, we crave that connection. We crave that content that's most relevant to us. Um, I don't want to see Dungeons and Dragons stuff in my feet because I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons person. Yep. My hubby and my son, they obsess over it. <laughs> so for them, if they saw the newest Dungeons and Dragons like game set, it's not an ad. It's a holy moly. Did you see this? We got to go tag our friend. This is awesome. They just did da, 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 da. For me, that's spam. So I think that data collection is what everyone wants and everyone craves. And that's why social media platforms are giving it to us because we don't want to be spammed. We don't want something that's unrelated in our feed. We want to feel connected in the world. And I'm not feeling connected when I see Dungeons and Dragons. I agree. But I, agree. I am agree connected when I see an ad about like a social marketing tactic or something that's new. <laughs> what, what's your favorite social media platform? Facebook by far. Number two. Number two would probably be I just started playing a little bit on um, TikTok, but my number two, the one that are most active is actually Pinterest. We actually reach over 50 million right now on Pinterest. Wow. I've never actually dabbled into Pinterest too much. I should, um, but I think we go, I think we go Facebook, Instagram, and now we just, I started playing around with TikTok a little bit too. It's fairly new to me, um, but I think Facebook is a big one for me. And I think it's also because of the groups. Uh, element to it the Facebook groups element we have a big group on Facebook and it's something that I love I love going into Facebook groups I love having a Facebook group so that's been a big organic push for us too um, so I can relate to you there all right next question um, what is your favorite automation that you have in your business that either makes you the most money or saves you the most time what's the, the, the favorite of the favorites my favorite is actually my the app that I made we made it okay. because we were trying to I run 
Um, I have a page for DIY home repair. I have a page, I used to have a page for preschoolers. I sold it. I have a page for crockpots. I have a page for cats. I have a page for a makeup store. I have a page for um, like mom tips and stuff. These I have all of these audiences right? and I also teach people how to build audiences. So I have all these audiences and I needed a way to create content quickly without having to think about it that I could outsource to somebody who maybe my 13 year old kid or someone who doesn't even speak my language. Yep. And that way I could have like cheap labor force to create my content, put this out because I don't want to do it all day. So I made an app that basically created all of my content for me. That's cool. And um, that's my favorite tool. What's it the app called? Postdeck.io. Postdeck.io. Awesome. Cool. Very it cool. Saves me literally probably 35 grand a year, at least in hiring another full-time person to run it. My Very cool. Business. And what is, uh, for Moolah Marketer, okay, um, what is the number one thing that you do well, actually you can say it because it's kind of what you do with the organic stuff, but is that how you generate clients for your own, uh, for your own company? Are you, are you doing these growth tactics? Yes, we use these tactics. I have multiple businesses and some of my businesses I earn because I've set up these audiences and they just passively drive revenue. It's not passive revenue in the sense it's leverage. I did the work in the past, built the audience, built the content, built the machine, and now it runs. Um, so I've got that business. And then I also teach people how to grow audiences so they can create that same cool. system. And, and I what, all these leads that are coming in, right? All these leads, everybody wants to work with Rachel. Where are you putting them? How are you keeping organized? What serum do you use? Uh, we use Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft. Um, okay, it's confusing. Cool. Yes, I know. Um, I just don't know another one that does all of the things I wanted to do. <laughs> if it does what it needs to do, then it's a it good does. software. That's the way that I look at it. it does. And, and what's your sales process look like? I know you have low touch stuff where people can come in and they can get a subscription to your software, which is pretty much no touch, and then maybe go into your $1,000 program, right? Yes. Um, but what does your sales process look like to onboard one of these new customers for your business? It's completely automated. So what we have, we have them, they, they join our free Facebook group, grow your audience. And we've got like 50,000 people in there right now. Wow. They join the free Facebook group. They find out about the app. A lot of them go on and they purchase the app. They get on the app and they, it's addictive and you start using it every single day, a couple times a day. And then we realize who the power users are and we drive an ad to them. Um, we have an evergreen process where they could see that ad that joins our webinar or we have a launch. And during the live class is when I do the tutoring and the coaching and all that other good jazz. The students come in, they take the class, they get results and that they tell others about us. And that's how we generate our, our how, buzz. How do, you, how do you grow a group to 50,000 people? For people who are interested in growing a group, what's like the number one driving force between getting new members to join your group every day? My, we've helped literally hundreds of people grow groups into the tens of twenties of thousands. Um, we have multiple people probably at least over two dozen who've grown groups to over a hundred thousand. Wow. So the same tactics that you would use to grow a page, you can also use to grow a Facebook group. And we suggest that people wait to start the group until they can invite at least two to 400 people minimum that already want to be part of that group. Because we've seen so many groups, the reason why it's so hard to take, get it going is because it doesn't have enough people at the beginning and you train people in your group not to talk. And so now your group is full of dead people. Yep. And so it's easier to actually start your group if you wait to start your group. <laughs> Let's say for me as an example, and I'm going to ask you this out of purely personal interest here, a group of 5,000 people, I think we're about to tip over 5,000 people, Marketer's Mindset by Dashlix, okay? 5,000 agency owners from all over the world. How do I get that to grow faster? Like, is there like, what's like the top thing that you can be like, 
where it's like post more, do more, do this, drive traffic. Like, what can I do to get more people in that group? Like, what's the number one thing that you've seen that really fuels the member, the, the joining of the members? Make sure that your group is all the accurate people. So for me, that might be purging a thousand of those 5,000 if they don't speak your language, if they'll never be your actual clients. So you want the actual core group to be your perfect people. And then once you have that, then you're going to need to content stack. That's what we call, it's like a, a system of posting content that feeds the algorithm what it's looking for. So the algorithm is looking for um, likes of posts because that means someone has a, a little bit of engagement. It's looking for comments. It's looking for what we call three-liner comments. When somebody leaves a three-liner, when they have that engagement, Facebook's more likely to show that content to other people who are their friends. So now that tells you something. You also want your people in your group to be friends with each other. So how can you facilitate friendships between the people in the group so that way when one of them posts, everyone who's a friend of theirs also sees that piece of content. Very so we use this tactic called content stacking. You want to put a photo up, a video up, a conversation starter, a photo, a video, a conversation starter, and cycle that in such What's a the way though? that helps your people engage. Because I know people are going to ask, well, well, Chad, Rachel, how many times do I post a day? Like, what's the frequency of content stacking? What would you recommend? If you're a group of 5,000, it depends on the engagement level. If your engagement level is over 4,000, then you could probably be posting at least once a day to two times a day even. Gotcha. If your engagement level is under a thousand, you're probably only going to want to be posting once a day or even every other day. So that way you're not overwhelming the feed, but you're going to want to see how much you can get that engagement up. The more you get that engagement up, the more you can post. So it's not a one size fit all. My pages with 2 million fans, they're going to post a lot more often because they have high engagement with this number of fans than a page of 20,000 with so-so engagement. And yep. guys, my so-so engagement page of 20,000, well, I earn a lot of money on it because it's got a different type of engagement. So like, you can't look at, no, there's no one shoe fits all when it comes to Facebook pages, just like there's no one business that's identical to another. Yep. And that makes perfect sense. So all these, I know you have, uh, you said you have different businesses Are all these businesses housed under the Moolah Marketer or is Moolah Marketer like a separate brand that just does this style of stuff? I, I have three different LLCs. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And so they, they have different, like, you know, they've got different things that different ones do and they, yeah. <laughs> totally fine. So, so Moolah Marketer, is it this, the, the growth tactics, these yes. courses, the program? Awesome. Yes, it is. And I know at the beginning, how many, how many people did you say that you said like over 4,000 people? Have we have 4,900 students who've purchased our high ticket product. Wow. And how long have you been open for? We've been open for, oh, I think like about three years now. So. Wow. That's crazy. Um, congratulations on that. Um, for, for Moolah Marketer per se, how much, I want people to learn, okay, by doing hard work. How much revenue do you, have you guys generated in the last, say, last 12 months for Moolah Marketer? Um, we've done 1.9 so far this year, and we have another launch starting in two weeks. So I'm guessing we'll see that because launches are what brings in the revenue. So I'm guessing we'll see that rise. Um, yeah, we, I'm very, very grateful for how we've um, been doing. So that's incredible. So is it 1.9, is that from the beginning of this year till now? Would yes, you say? it's nine months, nine months. Wow. So nine months, $1.9 million. And obviously I know launches obviously are, are, are big waves, right? Um, yeah. how frequently do you do launches? Um, we do one big one every year and then we have an internal launch. Very cool. Awesome. And where do you see yourself at with Moolah Marketer brand in 12 months from today? So fast forward 12 months. Oh, this is a fun one. And what do you have to do to actually get to that goal? 
Well, I just brought on a business partner. Um, I was looking for a business partner for a long time, and so I'm super grateful. I brought on a business partner who is a former traffic person for the, I mean, not the majority, but I would say names that every single person in this audience would recognize at least one of the names that he's run the launches for. And we're talking $10 million launches. Wow. And he's done not one, but like over a dozen of them. So he's done the traffic for him. And so he's, he's coming in as a business partner and he's going to be hopefully, we're hoping next year to roll out a paid version. So not only do we have organic, but now we also have a paid element. So now you can go to one stop and kind of get a certification on both. Very cool. I think that that's actually, um, that's like a perfect fit because you got the organic side and then you got the paid side. Very, very cool. Yeah. And uh, one tip to a new business owner who's coming into the space, trying to become this entrepreneur during this marketing online world. Um, what would you give one tip to them that would basically shave years of time of them, like wait, just wasting time. What's the number one tip you give somebody? Start with your people. If you start with your idea, it's all about you and you're not gonna be as successful. If you start with the idea of what your audience wants, start with what your audience not wants, not with what you think that they need or the problem you think you're gonna solve and talking about the problem. Marketers are really good about talking about the problem and I'm gonna show them what's wrong with them and I'm gonna show them how I can fix it with this, this, this. People don't want that on social media. They're not coming to find out what's wrong with them. That feels like that feels like that time your mother-in-law was like picking on something she didn't like about you in public. <laughs> it doesn't feel good, right? It feels icky. And what they want though is someone to cheer them on and tell them publicly what they love about them. So how can you do that with your content? That's what all of us crave and that's why we're on social media. We're on there for a distraction. We're on there for connection. We're on there for someone to recognize us for who we are. So so how can you and your business fill that need for your audience? And you do that by listening to them. As you do that, they're going to start buying your products. Love it. One last question to wrap it up here. What is the, your favorite software tool that you use in your company? Oh, probably Asana. Asana. I love it and I hate it. Okay. After that, it'd be my app because it helps me work faster. And then after that, I know it's not an automated tool, but I got this nifty workbook that has all of my, what I'm supposed to be doing every day. Software only, software only. <laughs> software only, okay, well, it, it's the thing I, 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 uh, I have everything on my book. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first, Rachel Miller with Moolah Marketer, all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. Rachel, thank you once again so much for your time uh, on this awesome special Marketer's Mindset podcast we look forward to having you here in 12 months uh, as you double or triple your revenue adding your paid side uh, to it uh, good luck on everything and once again thank you again for your time thank you thank you have a good one bye bye want more of marketers mindset join our private facebook group where agencies from all over the world share strategies network and scale their business together Visit facebook.com slash groups slash marketers mindset to get instant access. Also, if this podcast impacted you in any way, please share it with friends and leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps build our community.